What is up, Mr. Skirtbag? And listeners, welcome back to your weekly, except for when we don't feel like it, rendition of the Random Roommates Podcast Sports Edition. I don't know the date or the time, because I don't know when the fuck you're listening to it, but we're going to give it to you. We, uh, I'm going to guess that you're listening to this episode of the Random Roommates on Monday... No, Tuesday, 11.13 a.m. That's my guess. If I'm right, you owe me $5. So everybody We dropped this podcast right on now. Thursday, though. I know. I'm going to give it a few days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get through the weekends. Yeah, that's true. I think they're listening to it on... Saturday? No. Nah, Friday. No, no, not Friday. Monday at like 5.30 p.m. 5.15. 5.15? Like well, yeah. on their way home from work or something? Yeah. Okay. Can I switch my answer? No. Can I have a mulligan? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you can have a breakfast ball, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> first, it was your first guess of the day, so it's a breakfast ball. All right, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go Friday at 1 p.m. Okay. I'm going to say going into the weekend, got a little fucking craziness with Johnny and Kenny on the radio. Now we're on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) We're coming through Uh, your radio speakers. The vibes are high. So am I. So am I. Um, Waldo, Jake, Mayo, and Emery are coming to Wilmington this weekend to golf. And then we're going to play again on uh, Myrtle Beach on Sunday. Nice. So we'll have a fucking I'll have some good stories for next week's episodes. Um I know what I'm doing for my birthday. You do? Yeah, Lex slipped up. Uh she's upset about it. I don't want to harp on it too long. Dude, you know what's funny? She texted me months ago. She texted me months ago and told me like this idea. And she goes, I'm not gonna slip up this time. I'm keeping it a secret. And I was like, I'm holding you to that, Lex. I am holding you to that. It's like, I need to see that happen. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. We got so close, Lex. What are we doing? Yeah, she was really I know you're listening, too. <laughs> she was so upset with herself. Um, oh. She was talking about work, and she was like, yeah, well, my boss knows that I'm going to Pittsburgh. And I was like, oh. So we're going to Pittsburgh. And she was like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, she was pissed. Oh my god, dude! How fucking sick is that gonna be, though, dude? When she told me she that, didn't tell I was me like, everything that we're be- doing, though. So a lot of the stuff is still a surprise. Obviously, I picked out Frick Park Market and Blue Slide Park, but like she has other stuff planned that I don't know. So I don't know if you know, but don't spoil it because she'd be bummed. I well, I can't say that I do know about the other plans. I might. I don't know. I don't remember. All I remember is the Frick Park Market and Blue Slide Park part. And yeah. I was like, she's like, "Is this a good idea?" I was like, "Yeah." Yep. <laughs> yes. That's good. Yeah. Um, we might um, go to a Pirates game, which would be dope. We've talked about wanting to get to um, like all the like stadiums. more MLB parks. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. So, and it's funny. We said this a while ago, but it's funny. When we were at the Phillies game um, this past Wednesday, the the kids that were sitting behind us had like just like – drove in or like flew in and then drove in they were from la they were going to the other game at citizens bank park and then they were going to an orioles game i think the next day 
Um, and they were like, after this trip, we'll have been at like 28 stadiums out of however many. Damn. Yeah. And it was like a group of like six ish kids. And I was like, that's pretty that's fucking awesome. dope. Lex and I were talking about it. We're like, yeah. this is like kind of dope. Dude, that's like to have like at their age to have that many too is fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, they're probably like in college. Um but like I mean, probably still in college or like just graduated. Wow. That's sick. Yeah. It makes me sad. I've only been to one. I've been to uh I've been to Yankee Stadium, City Field and Citizens Bank Park. <laughs> the new or it. the old Yankee Stadium? I think the new one. When was it? I forget. Yeah. New one was uh 09 was his first year. Maybe it was the, the old year. One. Yeah, I've been to the old one twice and the new one like I don't know. I'm fucking I don't know. It was a while ago. I went there with my uncle. The old stadium was cool. I I enjoyed the new one. I think just cuz like I grew up with it more. Like yeah. not grow up like, not grew up. I was a freshman in high school. When, or no, I was in eighth grade when the new stadium, seventh or eighth grade when the new stadium like came out. But it's just like I remember the new stadium more. Yeah, especially um, like we I don't remember anything about stuff, like that. I don't know if that was even around when yeah. I was alive though. We've had Citizens Bank Park and the Link for like a minute. Yeah, dude the uh, the Pirate Stadium. I forget. I forget the name. Petco. PNC I think it's Park. called Petco Park. Oh, PNC. What's Petco? Is that San Diego? Mm, I don't know. It's one of them. I think San Diego's Petco, but PNC Park is like highly rated as one of the like one of like the, the most beautiful ballpark. ballparks. I know. Yeah. yeah. I know. Um, so she already knows that we're doing DC. We might do uh, see if we can get to a national games nationals game while we're there. Yeah, Nationals Petco, Mets <laughs> Petco Petco Park is in San Diego. San Diego Padres. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I guess that's like a pretty like convenient segue into our MLB talk. We can talk about the fightings. Let's get after it. Um, they're fine. I mean, they're okay. Bryce is <laughs> out for a minute. We've talked. They're they're not as hot as they were, but they're a little bit hotter, or they're better than they were before their crazy streak. Like now right. they're like now like the expectation is to like win a series two games to one. Like it's tough to sweep, and they usually don't. But the expectation is that we at least win the series. Are they? Are they? Beforehand, it was like we're praying to win the series. Are they like a good amount of games over five hundred? Um, I'm not I haven't exactly looked at. Sure. I haven't looked at the NLEs in a minute. Uh, but I do know that they are. I think they're in a wild card spot right now. So they got to be over. Yeah, 500, last time we right? talked. Last time we talked, they were like two and a half out of a wild card spot. Yeah. Let's see, wild card standings. Let's check them out. Um, no, they're a game out of the wild card right now. So they gained some ground. Yeah. They Well, they were in a wild card spot the last time I checked. Yeah, no, the last time we talked, I remember they were two and a half out. Now they're a game out. So they've gained yeah. a little bit of ground. Yeah. Um, the last, I guess that's good going into the All-Star break, too. The last, I remember, they were like two games ahead, though. They were in third, but they were two games ahead of St. Louis. Like the next, in third oh, time. yeah. I mean, the Marlins are only five games out. 
Dude, the NL East is like pretty competitive when you think about it. Yeah, like, so the is the AL aren't East. Terrible. The fucking Orioles right now. The they've won Orioles, nine in a bro, row. They're five hundred. They're literally the wild card teams are Tampa Bay, Boston, and then Seattle and Toronto are tied for like that third spot. And then it's the Orioles. They're the next yeah, bro. I uh so not to like segue, I don't know if you've got any more on the Phillies, but uh Um, I actually do. Alright, let's hear it. I'll get into it after. Um So everybody thought that Bone broke his finger, but it's just dis- dislocated. That's fine, he's gonna be alright. You know, he's not gonna miss too much time. But all right. JT, Alec Bohm, Aaron Nola, and Kyle Gibson all didn't go to the Toronto series because they're not vaccinated. Um, and so this is what JT said. He was like, I'm not going to let Canada tell me what I do and don't put in my body for a little bit of money. It's just not worth it. I'm a healthy 31-year-old professional athlete. I just didn't feel the need to get it. I have, I've had COVID a couple times, super mild symptoms back when it first came out. When it came time to decide whether I needed it or not, I talked to a couple of doctors that I knew and told them my story. I really decided I didn't think I needed it. I wasn't going to take it just because I was told to. Um, and I'm like, yeah, dude, that yeah. sounds like how I was, bro. Like, I've had COVID <laughs> twice. Both times it was like fucking nothing. Like, I haven't gotten the vaccine. And I think, honestly, I think that me having COVID is like way better protection than people who got the vaccine when a lot of them got it before I even got COVID. So like, like that wore off faster and like not a lot of not i don't know if not a lot of people like i'm sure a bunch of people like i feel like the, not as many people are boosted at the, as are vaccinated you know what i mean yeah i'm i dude i got the first dose and then i'm just like all right this is the most i'm getting my brother is the same way i think and he just got covid again like yesterday damn so yeah it's right i mean i feel like we're at a point now where it's all the same dude like if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated the chances of you getting covid is equally the same it's just yeah. You know what I mean? Like, vaccine doesn't fend off of COVID. And I agree with JT saying, like, dude, fuck Canada for telling them, like, whatever. Like, I one, he's already got bread. Two, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, missing one series in Toronto yeah. is not going to change the type and, of player JT Real Muto is. Right. And for Aaron Nola, like, he pitched Monday, so he wasn't going to start anyway. Right. So he's not even missing a start. I saw I think the Royals are missing like 40% of their uh like team because of that. Cuz of COVID? No, because they're going to play Toronto and like like 40% of the team isn't even vaxxed. Damn, that's pretty high, bro. 40%? 44 that's what I yeah, I'll pull it up right now. I'm pretty sure I got a notification from Jeff Passan today. Um, let me see. He said 40% of the Kansas City Royals will not play because they're not vaccinated. Yeah, news. The Kansas City Royals will be missing nearly 40% of their roster for a series this week in Toronto because the players are not vaccinated, including a top trade target. Who is yeah, Andrew got, Benatendi? They got 10 players who won't be able to play in Toronto. That's wild. Yeah, that is wild. That's a lot. I mean, they're the Royals. It's not like they're fucking... If it was the Yankees, it would be fucking horrible for us because... You got to go to them all the time. We're we're good right now, and they're in our division. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, then I, I see people tweeting about like how they're bad teammates and all this stuff, and I'm just like, "Geez, give them a give them a break here, guy." Listen, there's like there's like levels to life, right? Like your life is most important to you. That's just human instinct, gotta natural, be. right? You're gonna you're gonna put those like over pretty much everything, like when it comes down to it. You gotta do what's best for you. If yeah. JT believes like not getting a vaccine is best for him, he has that right to have that like you know what I mean. And being a teammate is not like at that level of like importance at that point. Yeah. Really. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this like, is that's my job. That can affect like your I life get being forever. a teammate, but I'm not gonna risk like you know whatever symptoms I might get if I do get the vaccine or whatever. Yeah. Just to have it for like three games of baseball my entire life. You know how many games of baseball I've played. <laughs> You think I'm going to do this just to play like three in one season? Not even. I've got like two seven games years left. Two in my game career. series in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. It's for two baseball for games. He plays more games than any like... catcher in the league. He's like, dude, I'll walk off this curb and roll my ankle on purpose to go on the IL like <laughs> for two days. You know what I mean? Two fucking days. That's nothing. Yeah. There's 162 games in a season. Why are you getting so upset for over two fucking games? Yeah. We lost four three last night. Play them again tonight. Uh, and obviously everybody's about. like, "Well, if we had if we had Bohm and Ramuto and Nola, you know, we wouldn't have lost." Well, here, Bohm wasn't playing these games anyway. He just like everybody yeah. thought he broke his finger. Okay, it was just dislocated. It's still gonna be swollen and shit. Like, yeah, you're not gonna go out there the next day and play. No, or the day after that. Like, right? He's probably gonna get a couple days off at least. <laughs> Aaron Nola wasn't come scheduled back to, to start. The All-Star break is in, like, four games, dude. Like, yeah, give him a week off and he'll be fine. Yeah. Like, JT's the only one that would have played. And Kyle Gibson might have gotten a start. Yeah. And last night, they made a good point in the Yankees game where they're like, dude, baseball is not a sport where one guy can win you a game. He's like, LeBron's going to have the ball in his hands in the last 30 seconds of the game. Aaron Judge is not going to come up to that bat in the bottom of the ninth every single game. Like, that's just not right. how baseball works. So Right. You can't apply those to baseball where you're like, oh, well, if Judge played today. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Judge had the day off last night after a day off already. So we had Monday off. We had a game against Reds last night, and he didn't start. And Aaron Boone was like, oh, we're just giving him the day just to get a little extra rest, blah, blah, blah. And people on Twitter were like, oh, we're going to lose this game, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we did lose that game, but it's not because Judge wasn't playing. Like, yeah, he might have affected the score of the game, like if he came up in the right situation, but it's not like – you can always go to your best player when you need him. Yeah, unless he's pinch hitting, but he's never going to be pinch hitting because at the and, and like at the least he's going to be DHing, right? No, dude. Judge literally came in to pinch hit in the bottom of the ninth last night and struck out. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, no, Judge. He did play, and we still lost. So you can't. You, I hate people that put the blame on one player for a baseball game loss. Like, yeah, there are yeah. things that. Like if it's if it comes down to it and you're tied in the bottom of the ninth inning, and like Aroldis Chapman makes a bad pitch and Jose Altuve takes him deep, it's like okay, yeah, that was on Chapman because he solely gave up that run. But like we could have scored more runs, we could have fucking you know what I yeah. mean. We could have given up. You could have been runs. in a better position to start with. Right. It's a long game. It doesn't just come down to that. Yeah, twenty-seven outs, man. That's a lot of outs. It's a lot of outs. Um, it's a lot but of speaking fist bumps from the from the from yeah. the boys. Oh yeah, yeah. or the 
I like the I like the yums when they call strike. They just go like this. They just go. It's like it's strike. I like, I like the classic. Um, I like it real dramatic. You're out of here. You talking oh, well, to me? A, Are you talking to me? Out. Nah, you're out of the game. See you later. See Get you. Out of here. <laughs> Dude, I want to see. You want to kick dirt on me? I'll like, kick it right back. I want to see the first sump that like makes calls and just doesn't react to anybody's reaction. So like he could have like a bad strike call and then like the fucking. One of the managers just, comes out and starts screaming in his face, and he's just like staring at the pitcher, waiting for the next pitch. <laughs> he gets up. He's like, "All right, let's go. Let's keep it moving." Like I, like, dude, how the umps gotta like they gotta have someone just pull the ultimate troll job where some manager comes out to get ejected, and the ump just never ejects him. He just stares off into space and lets the guy scream in his face for like three minutes and just walk back, and then just like continues the game. How funny would that be, bro? Just Come don't on. even acknowledge this man screaming in your face. That would be hilarious. The league saying our games are too slow. They're cl- they're trying to you know increase the pace of play. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you can just get the fuck out of here and we can get this thing moving, thank you, thank you. That'd be nice. Um, all right, so the Yanks right now are kind of in a little bit of a slide. Am I worried? No. Are there things we need to address? Yes. Um, we went with – you know how – okay, so I'm not going to lie. All off season, I was I was scheming for Carlos Correa to be a Yankee. Like I wanted him to – the Yanks to sign him bad. And I'll admit that. Like I wanted Carlos Correa. Like he's a fucking phenomenal baseball player. Why would I not want him on the Yanks over – who we have now, IKF, or like one of our prospects. Like none of our prospects are proven MLB talent. Like Carlos Correa is a top three shortstop in baseball when he's healthy. But yeah, we went with the IKF route, and like he's just what they call a stopgap shortstop. So it's just like you know we're not going to sign like a good player because we have this guy in the pros in the minors that we're going to call up eventually because right. we think he has a value to be our everyday shortstop. The stopgap for that has been fulfilled. Like it's, it's like now is the time the Yanks need to call up Peraza or Volpe. It's not going to be Volpe because he's still in Double A. But Peraza, our number, our number one, I think prospect right now is batting like a one dot OPS over the last thirty games, and IKF is putting up like like eighteen percent below league average numbers right now. He's not like he makes some nice plays on defense, but it's the routine plays that he like butchers. Cost us like yeah. an out last night in the bottom of the ninth that could have like sealed the game, like. And it's happened multiple times now where it's like he's not really adding any value to the team. So we have this young stud in AAA who's going off right now. Like, this is what we got the stopgap for. Like, Peraz is right. He bring him up. He'll add value that he has to the team. Like, obviously, he's going to be a rookie. He hasn't played in any MLB games yet. But, like, he's shown us he has the ability to play above a AAA fucking average. And, right. like, he needs to be our starting shortstop going forward into the playoffs and, like, just do what you did with this guy that you did with Jeter. Like, it was the same thing with Jeter, and look how that turned out. So just do yeah, that good. with this guy. We don't have any worries there. We need to sign an outfielder because Hicks got hurt last night, and Joey Gallo is Joey Gallo. And we need, like, a pitcher, either a reliever or starter, and I think this team has everything it needs to win it all. And, like, that's the most confident I've ever made that statement in my life regarding the Yankees. And I've made that statement a lot. I feel like your starting pitchers are are good. Like I feel like your starting rotation is fire. Our starting rotation is good, but we've slipped up like the past week and a half, two weeks. Like I think the last fifteen games, there were five or six times that our starters gave up like six runs or more. 
which is not great. Yeah, but um, still overall, like best rotation in the league, probably. Um, I would say best rotation in the league so far. I don't, I don't know if like, I mean, like Nestor's kind of cooled off a lot. Tyone hasn't been good like his past three starts, like pretty much at all. Monty's been solid. I will say Jordan Montgomery, dude, like he's always been like our fourth or fifth guy, just not really no name, but like homegrown, just always going to be in the rotation. Just it doesn't, you know, he's not like going to give you like seven innings pitched, 12 Ks like Cole does, but he's going to give you like five to seven innings pitched, like six hits and like nine Ks, but like one or two runs. Like he's very sturdy. But this year he's been phenomenal, dude. Like he, I feel like he's taken a huge step forward and just like I don't know if he has like a new pitch or like you know just a new um, like idea of how he wants to go about facing batters. But he's been a stud this year. He's been like arguably our most reliable guy. He's had like one or two bad slip ups, but him and Garrett Cole and if Nestor and Tyone can get back to what they were, dude, I think we definitely do have the best um, rotation in baseball. It's just a matter of like. They're not they're not like solidified and you know what you're gonna get. Like Tyone has the ability to go eight innings pitched, one hit, no runs, ten Ks, or he's gonna get lit up in four innings. That's why yeah, Bonnie's like that. our solid, like he's gonna get you six innings ninety percent of the time. Um, I feel like Aaron Nola sometimes, like he loves to get like knocked up like it'll be like the first inning. If he's gonna get he's, he's gonna get banged up, he'll give up like two or three runs in the first inning, or like a leadoff bomb. And then he gets it together, and then and then he'll he'll go like seven strong, like no runs, or maybe like one runner, and like the rest of the game. Yeah, that's that's literally how Cole is, dude. If if Garrett Cole goes out in the first inning and most three batters down with two strikeouts and like a ground out, you're like, oh, we're getting Garrett Cole tonight. If he yeah. goes out there and like Devers, like dude, Rafael Devers is the biological father of Garrett Cole. It makes no sense. I've never seen a player dominate a pitcher more than I've seen Devers dominate Garrett Cole. It, like, really? drives me nuts, dude. He, yeah, when we played him in Fenway last weekend, he hit two home run, two three-run bombs off of him. Dang. In the first inning and, like, the second inning. Or not second. First inning and, like, the seventh inning. But he has the most home runs against Garrett Cole out of anybody in the league and the most home runs against one pitcher out of anybody in the league. Not Rafael Devers literally owns Garrett Cole. It's so frustrating. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's what, like, with Cole, dude, like, he's going to get tapped up in the first one or two innings. If he comes out and he's dominant, like, he's going to be dominant. He might give up yeah. one run, but. Yeah. When we went to the game, Aaron Nola was pitching, and he gave up three across seven innings. Kosh Warber had two solo shots, and we lost 7-2, or 3-2. But, like, seven innings pitched, three earned runs isn't, like, a bad – that's not bad. That's, like, an average. Nah. He might like actually if he, went if more that, than If seven. he did that every year, he'd have a three ERA, and a three ERA is, like, pretty solid. Yeah. Um, But – that's how it's been for Aaron Ola. He hasn't been getting much help on his starts this year, and he's got a pretty better record because of it. Well, it's going to be interesting. Um, you want to? Did you look at any MLB All Stars? I, I could talk about the MLB All Star um, picks yeah, if you want. I did, actually. There's definitely yeah, some he fucking. Went, that night, Nola went seven and two thirds, three earned runs, and we lost three two. Oh wow! He went into the eighth inning, and that's tough, dude. Yeah, 
and three earned and took an L. Sorry, um, Garrett Cole went seven innings pitched, no earned runs, like three hits and 11 strikeouts last night and lost. That's terrible. He he didn't get the loss, but the Yankees lost. Yeah. So American League, like, field players, the starters, we got Alejandro Kirk at the catcher, who's nice. I got him in yep. fantasy. He's a stud. Um, Vlad, Vlad Jr. at first, Altuve at second, Devers at third, Tim Anderson at shortstop, uh, Judge, Trout, and Stanton in the outfield, and Otani DHN. Yeah, that's pretty fire. Um, Otani one hundred percent does not does not deserve that spot, dude. One hundred percent. Jordan Alvarez was absolutely like this is the biggest robbery I've seen in baseball in a long time, bro. He got snubbed so hard, and it's literally only because it's fan voting. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say the fan voting gets Otani a lot. Let me uh, hold on. Let, I have this picture saved in my phone because I saved it for this specific moment in the pod. Okay. So these are these are Otani's numbers. 18 home runs, and this is this has nothing to do with his pitching. This is strictly for the DH spot, so this is right. just hitting stats. Right. 18 home runs, 839 OPS, 259 batting average, and a 495 slugging. He got okay. the all-star star, right? These are Jordan's numbers. 26 home runs, 1.075 OPS, 312 batting average, and a 665 slugging. And Otani got put into the fucking all-star, over, all-star game over him. Yeah, that's tough. Like that right there is the definition of the flawed system in MLB voting, dude. That's um, it's so annoying. Or just sports in general. But Jordan Alvarez is on the reserves as a DH. He's not going to play because yeah. he's because of an injury. He's hurt. Um, JD Martinez is replacing him. Um, and Which, then the other uh, reserves are Jose Trevino from from your Yanks. From the Yanks, stud. Um, in the infield, we got Luis Arreyes from the Twins, Xander Bogart, Jose Ramirez. Andres Jimenez in the outfield. It's George Springer, Byron Buxton, Andrew Benintendi, Kyle Tucker, and Julio Rodriguez. And Julio's in the home run derby too. Julio is. Um, I saw a couple of good stats about him. He's a fucking he's th- stud. He's the third Mariner under twenty one to get an All Star vote, along with Ken Griffey Jr. and who else? Ichiro. Ichiro. Yeah, and wow. he's. Also For one A-Rod? of the five. He's now Zichiro. He's also one of the five um, athletes to under twenty one to get um, uh, Olympic medal in their sport and an All Star selection. Wow, that's cool. yeah. Dude, he's he's gonna be like a face of baseball in the next yeah. five years. It's like LeBron, AD, hockey dude, and somebody else. Wow, that's and then crazy. Julio Rodriguez, and he's. Uh, in the home run derby. So imagine if he wins that shit too. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Pete's in the home run derby again. I think Pete's going to take it. I think he's just Yeah, I think the so too. Dude, derby, he's just doing nice. Uh, I wonder what the odds are for that. Schwarber's going to be in it. Stan, uh, I think Stan's going to be in it, but it I hasn't think he been is like too. I think yet. I saw somebody else, but I don't remember who. Hold on, I was just looking at it. Um, it is, yeah, I don't know who it is. Pete Alonzo, Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna Jr., Albert Pujols, and Kyle Schwarber. Newest entrant is Julio Rodriguez, and Stanton is, like, linked to be confirmed to be doing it, too, because it's in L.A. Damn, dude, the NLEs is representing. Yeah. 
Acuna, Alonzo, Schwarber, and Soto. Soto. Wow, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> it's just bomb city over here, bro. Yeah, I guess so, dude. I guess fucking so. Dude, the Yankees could have a fucking home run derby within their own team. That's wild. Yeah, the Yanks um, <laughs> do have like a lot of players that are like top of the league in home runs. Rizzo, Stanton, Judge. Judge, yeah. Um, But then the National League starters are... Wilson Contreras at catcher, Paul Goldschmidt at first, Jazz Chisholm at second, Manny Machado at third, Trey Turner playing short, Acuna, Betts, and Jock Peterson in the outfield, and then Bryce Harper, DH, and who is not going to play. Who's his replacement? Garrett Cooper from the Marlins, but William Contreras will probably get to start at DH because he's like the first reserve, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the other reserves are Travis Darnard. Darnold. I Darno. Don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Other Braves. And then the in, at catcher and then the infield, we have Nolan Arenado, Peter Alonzo, Jeff McNeil, CJ Crone, and Dansby Swanson. And the outfield is Schwarber, Soto, Starling Marte, Ian Happ. Wow. Should be good, dude. I think the MLB All Star break is like the best All Star. Dude, there's a lot of NL East Jones. Yeah, like they showed out. Marlins, Braves, Mets, Nationals, Phillies, Mets, Mets, Braves. That's in the reserves. That's eight in the reserves. And then I one, think the- two, three starters, so eleven total from the NL East. Dude, I feel like this All-Star game has the most, like, star power. Like, it's like an MLB All-Star game has had in a while. Like, yeah. you, you, could ru- you could run out the reserve team and show that to me and be like, oh, that is that the starting that's, lineup? That's a bunch like, of studs. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, the All-Star game is always fun. Like, it's never, like – like, the Pro Bowl is so boring to watch because it's not real yeah. football. And, like, the NBA All-Star game is not real basketball. But, like, you play real baseball in the MLB All-Star game. Like, pitchers right. are still throwing 95-mile-an-hour cheese. Right. Riders are still hitting fucking – pimp jobs and the home run derby is like i think the home run derby is more popular with the fans than the all-star game is to be honest like like i make it yeah. like i i sit down and watch the home run derby because it's like entertaining like it's really it's actually like more entertaining than some games some baseball games but when is the home run derby uh i think it's the 18th july 18th next tuesday week okay. from today or yesterday okay i think the all-star game's wednesday Hey Siri, when is the All Star Game? MLB. Which league? I'll place an L in the MLB yeah. Star Game. On July nineteenth is the game, and the home run derby is the eighteenth. Okay, that sounds good to me. Yeah, they gotta start doing mic'd up people in the home run derby. Ooh, okay. So the, I don't know why they haven't done that. So yet. the eighteenth is Monday, and the nineteenth is Tuesday, and then we'll record Wednesday and talk about it. Okay. Oh yeah, that's fire flames. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun sports episode. Yeah, no Peaky Blinders, but that's all right. <laughs> Is Wednesday your Peaky Blinders night? Nah, Monday and Tuesday are. Oh, uh, Wednesday I'm on here doing this fucking thing. Oh, true, true, true. Wednesday, Wednesday's your pod and Fortnite. 
Yeah. Night. Yeah, we never play Fortnite though. <laughs> no. We are tonight, goddammit. Um in the Premier League. We got some signings. Gabriel Jesus to Arsenal's official. <coughs> Excuse me. Raheem Sterling to Chelsea is done. Oh, and really? Then, I didn't hear about that one. Yeah. And then Kaladu Kalabali, center back from Napoli to Chelsea, is like pretty much done. And Nathan Ake to Chelsea from Man City, that's like they're close to a fee agreement. Oh, wow. You think uh, – did you see the shit about Ronaldo? Going to Bayern or Chelsea? How he like requested a trade, or not a, not request a trade. Obviously, but it was like, like if somebody offers, sends you an offer for me, like let them, like take it. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, also, Gareth Bale goes to the MLS. Yeah, he's going to where LAFC. LAFC. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, dude. The Yankees are losing 3 nothing to the Reds on three fucking home runs in the Poopy first diaper. or second inning. Poopy diaper. The Reds, bro. Why can't we beat the Reds? Back to back. Jeez. Um, yeah, Premier League Premier League's going to be shaken up a little bit at the beginning of the uh, season come here August. It is. Um, so 90 minute 90min.com they have like a like a tracking of like all the summer transfer deals for every team. So I kind of want to run through some of them. Arsenal got um Marquinhos and they got Gabriel Jesus and a couple other guys. They lose Lacazette and they lose um Ganduzi, who I, I like Ganduzi a lot. I thought he was a good young talent. And they lost a bunch of other dudes, but like nobody relevant. Villa got um Felipe Coutinho. Um, permanently, they got this uh Bubakar Kamara dude who's kind of nice from Marseille and Diego Carlos from Sevilla. So, like, that's not bad. They didn't give they haven't lost too much yet. Um, Chelsea Sterling, but then, like I said, um, Kalabali and uh Nathan Ake, maybe that one's not a certain, but they lost a lot of dudes. They lost Antonio, Antonio Rudiger. Um, Christensen, Drinkwater, um, Lukaku. So they lost like a couple of their defenders. Lukaku went back to uh, um, Inter. Where, where was he? Inter, yeah. Yeah, was but he's, Milan, he's actually on loan though, so he might come back at some point. Oh, he's only on loan to Inter? Yeah. Oh my god, back to back to back, dude. Oh, jeez, get shit at Jeez. On. Yeah, so Leeds got Brendan Aronson, so they're probably going to win the whole thing. Yeah, they're catching a dub all season. They're going to win the Champions League somehow. Uh, Liverpool signed Fabio Carvalho, Darwin Nunes, and Calvin Ramsey. So that's a bunch of like solid signings. I don't know about Calvin Ramsey so much, but like, Nunes and Carvalho are solid. But they lost Divac Origi. Um, I thought he was good. They lost Karius, their backup goalie. I thought he was nice. He was um, the one that gave up the the uh, bicycle overhead kick goal from Gareth Bale yeah. in the Champions League final. And they lost Sadio Mane. That hurts. So they're having like an okay an okay offseason because they've lost some good some good pieces. Mane went to Bayern, right? Yeah. And then City signed Holland. They signed uh, Calvin Phillips from Leeds, who's nice. Um, they signed a goalie. Um, 
But they also got somebody else from Juan Alvarez, I think his name is. Juan. He's, he's playing in South America. He's supposed to be a stud. Um, so they have him coming in, but he's not on here. And then, I mean, they lost Fernandinho, which is fine. It was his time to go. He was old. Jesus, Sterling, maybe Nathan Ake. They're trying to bring in like another defender, so hopefully they can get that done. Menu hasn't brought shit in. They lost Matic, Cavani, Juan Mata, Paul Pogba, Jesse Lingard. Oh my god, half their fucking squad. That is. <laughs> but like Cavani, Juan Mata, and Jesse Lingard, they're all just released. They weren't even sold. Yeah. Oh, and Matic and Pogba were both free transfers. Pogba's back at Juve, right? Yeah. And Matic signed with Roma. I think I think Real Madrid have signed somebody. I forget who though. I saw it like a week or two ago. I don't remember. Um, Tottenham signed um Ivan Perisic. He's kind of nice. Yeah, he's pretty and good. And they signed Richarlison from Everton. He had a good year last year. Um, and they signed Clement Lenglet from Barcelona on loan. But those are actually some solid signings. They didn't lose anybody big. They still got Son and Kane. name I only know from FIFA. Yeah, facts. Yeah, they still got Son and Kane. They're going to be there until they're 90. Um, nothing else like relevant in the Premier League. The Premiership. I'm excited for uh, soccer season to come back, dude. Like some Champions League group stage action. Yeah. Kick off the leagues. Yeah. I, I was like, like under the impression we were getting a fucking World Cup this summer. So. <laughs> nah. <clears throat> Today when we're recording, not when you guys are listening to this, is actually like the eight-year anniversary of when Germany beat Argentina one nothing in the final. And I was like, damn, eight <sighs> years ago? Like, that's only years? two World that's Cups. Crazy, it's only two dude. World Cups. Think about that. Yeah. Like, it's really, like, not that far ago. That's kind of like, like what I like about World Cups, though, because looking back at World Cups, like, I have memories associated with, like, World Cup summers. So it's, like, the 2014 World Cup summer. Like, I remember, like, watching a bunch of games at my friend's house and going out to, like, kick around on a goal and playing pickup soccer and going to Albany, like, this – beer garden place that was just like all like usa soccer fans and watching the games and then like the 2018 world cup i remember being in new york city and watching like the belgium game and being at home in pa and like watching games with my family and stuff and there's just like certain like moments in your life you remember from each world cup it's fucking yeah. awesome <clears throat> and we should but be this was gonna be right weird now. bro i know i hate how it's not in the summer fucking qatar bro fuck qatar fuck qatar but guess what the one after this is gonna be bomb yeah, I can't wait to go. Here. I'm getting tickets, dude. Philly's getting a game. I'm getting tickets. We're going. Yeah, I'm there. Sign me up. I don't care how much it costs. I don't know. I'm going to have to get a few tickets. I don't want to go alone. I got to bring the homies. Yeah, maybe Waldo will be our famous rapper by then, and we can just get him to pay for it. Rapping about gay sex. Yeah. (laughs) I saw this. I saw this Instagram reel, and it was like, um, when your roommate's a rapper and like this dude comes out, he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna be recording in the back for a little bit. So like, if you just don't want to come back, like that would be cool." And then it's just this dude rapping all about gay sex, and he like walks, and he's like, "Yo, like, 
are you good? He's like, I, he's like, I, I asked you not to come back. I was like, oh, it's my bad. And then he just stands out outside of the door, and, he, and then the kid rapping's like, yeah, I want to fuck my roommate in the ass. Yeah, I want to go his cheeks, huh? And he's like, what did you say? <laughs> It's, it was that's Waldo. Well. Yeah, that's Waldo. Hundred p, hundred p. That's Waldo, brother. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Um, I know we talked about we recorded Monday's episode before this, but we should probably talk about it anyway. Went to the Union game, um, last week. Had a fucking grand old time. Me, Lex, Dion. Um, we get there. I'm fucking telling Dion like, ah, bro. He asked if I bet. I said, nah, dude. I would, but I would have taken like a draw under two and a half money. Like that's probably gonna hit. Like that's just the way it's been. This Union squad says, Kenny, literally fuck yourself. Fuck saying that we don't score a lot. Fuck saying that you know we get a lot of draws. And they went out and they won seven nothing, bro. Seven nothing. <laughs> it was five nothing at halftime. Um, does uh does Dion not have an Instagram? I don't know. Oh, because I saw you like the the picture you posted on Instagram story was just like it was like when it was like five nothing and it was just like ooh getting on him early or something at Alexis Ortiz and then you just said Andy on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know his Instagram. I was pretty. I was pretty high. Like I smoked a joint before we left the house, so I was pretty high. And then like had a beer, so like I was feeling myself, and I didn't know what it was. So I was just like. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to put Andy on. <laughs> That's real keeping him in there, though. It's like, ah, I'm just Andy on. He'll see it, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, but they're not even fucking first in their division right now in the in their conference. I think NYCFC the top, is still up there? No, I think it's Red Bull, actually. No shit. Let me see. Yeah, New York Red Bulls are on top, but they have an extra game played. They're tied on points. I don't understand how like how this works because they're tied on points. Um, but Union have a like a seven better goal differential, and they're still in second. Yeah, maybe it goes by wins because Red Bull have one more win. Oh, maybe that's probably what it is. Honestly. I don't know, but yeah, tied on points, but one less game played. So, I mean, a double or a draw will be hopping in the first. And then NYC, well, NYCFC is only one point behind us, and they have one less played than us. They have two less played than Red Bull, and only one point behind. So, like, they're kind of like in the Dude, it's a tight race. Yeah, it's a tight race. It really is. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm I'm, like, glad that MLS is starting to, like, get some recognition and grow a little bit like they're much bigger than they were even just like three or four years ago dude so in the western conference guess who's in first in the western conference um just by you saying that i'm gonna say it's not lafc or the galaxy no i'm gonna go with the um Colorado. No, they're in 12th. Oh, shit. Out of 14. <laughs> First place is Austin. FC Austin. Austin FC. Oh, I don't fuck? know. They're I like a brand new fucking that. team. 12 wins, 4 draws, 4 losses. They got 40 points. They're in first. I was trying to think of like an obscure MLS team. Yeah, Just maybe like the brand new one. Guessed. 
<laughs> that is the most obscure. Orlando City's been around for what, like, f- what, four years now? Five years? Uh, I don't know. They've been around for a little bit. Probably four yeah. or five years is right. And then there's Atlanta FC, and then what? Well, What's it's Atlanta one? United. Oh, yeah. Both same shit. Um, Inter-Miami, they're relatively new, but they've been around yeah. for a couple of years. Um, Austin, I think, is the newest. Minnesota, they're new, I think. Is it just Minnesota FC? I think so. I don't know. Well, I don't they're know. definitely growing. Yeah, they really are. Um, I don't know how big they'll get. They have 14 teams in each conference right now. So, I mean, that's already a pretty big league. Yeah. MLB's only 30. NBA and NFL are 32, right? Um, I don't know. The NFL's 32. I think the NBA NBA is as well. I don't know. I think we can find out, though. Uh, the NBA is 30. Oh, really? Yeah, they have 15 in each. Let's see what the NHL is. Just, you know, for shits and gigs while we're here. I don't know. They don't have theirs numbers. There's num- theirs numbered. Nice job. They don't have theirs numbers. Um, I think the NHL has 32. They have four things of eight. Oh, that makes sense. Um, but they just got a, like new ones, so they kind of like just filled out. Yeah, the cracking in the nights, right? Yeah, yeah, Golden Knights. Get it right, get it tight. Oh, uh, you know what I mean, dude. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> get it tight. Um, did you see the video? This is kind of off topic, but did you see the video that Jake sent in the Instagram group of the Avalanche? Or did, was yeah, that was it you dope. that sent that? No, Jake sent it. That was wild, dude. Wasn't yeah. it? I liked how you could see like the ha- snow going over him. I wish it was longer. Yeah, I me too. I wanted to see like how he like how it what ended happened to him like when it ended. Yeah. Dumbass. Dude, next time you're in an avalanche, just keep recording, asshole. Right? Yeah, and show us the whole fucking thing. Don't cut it short. Yeah. Give us the best angles. He's like laying down. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Stand up. Take that shit head strong. <laughs> Be a man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we got some NFL news. Then we can uh, giddy up and get on out of here. All right, let's get after it. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Apparently, he's only going to get like three to four games. I think I saw it might have been three to six. I think three to six. Really, is like what he's going to end up with? Yeah, not the whole year as initially thought, which is interesting. Um, but wow. that is interesting. I was expecting a full year for sure. Yeah, me too. Just was like that. The NFL said that that's what they wanted. The full year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I read. So I just assumed like that was going to be. And dude, fucking Calvin Ridley was suspended. What, like the entire season? Yeah. For betting on for betting on games, but specifically he bet on one Falcons game, and they're like, no, that's like insider trading type shit. You're suspended for a year. There's no integrity or something like that. But he wasn't practicing or anything. Like he had no inside scoop. Yeah, I mean, you got to be 
pretty fucking stupid to be an NFL wide receiver and bet on your own team when you're not playing. Like, that's just common sense. Like, yeah. Do you not know who Pete Rose is, brother? Like, what, what are you doing? Um, Baker gets traded to the Panthers. Saw that. Um, we've talked about this. Um, I mean, it's a good move for the Panthers, I think. Um, like it's better than Sam Darnold or definitely better than Sam Darnold. I mean, they're saying it's going to be a QB competition. I think Baker's going to win the QB competition. Um, he's just better dude. Um, yeah, but like for fantasy at the end of the day, I don't think it makes much of a difference. Um, I mean, they don't really have, they have DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. It's like pretty much all they have, dude. And now you're just adding Baker Mayfield to that. And like, maybe, maybe. DJ Moore's like touchdowns will go up because um, Sam Darnold doesn't throw a lot of touchdowns. He never has. He's always been like a nine touchdown type of quarterback. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if Baker is just, you know, NFL average, which is like 20 to 25, like, we're doubling touchdowns now. Which is, in a sense, good, but, you know, you're still not a complete like team that's where 25 touchdowns is going to really matter. You know what I mean? No, like, but for DJ Moore, for fantasy, if he can double oh, his well, touchdowns. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. But, like, if he goes but on the f- flip side of that, does Robbie Anderson, like, kind of, like, ignite something with, you know, does he, like, yeah. kind of have, like, a quarterback to throw to him now that kind of splits up his, his DJ Moore's Maybe. Uh, looks? But Maybe. But the DJ Moore see. has always been good. Like, DJ yeah. Moore last year was, like, a stud. Like, I was, like, I was mocking. I was looking at his stats because I was, like, I don't know. Like, is this just, like, Baker inflation? Um, and like, is that really worth anything? But I was looking at his stats and he was like solid. Like, he, like he didn't score a lot. He only had four touchdowns. He had two touchdowns in one game. So only scored in three games. Um, but like every game was like double digits in scoring. Cause he had like, f- you know, four and 82 or like, yeah. you know, five and 70. Um, like he was always like putting up good reception and uh, yardage numbers, and his targets were always above five. Like they're around like eight, pretty much eight or higher. Um, so I was like, you know, he's he's doing it without the touch touchdowns, and like you, you're not getting that many targets, and like also that many catchable balls if you're not getting yourself open. So right. I mean, I think a lot of it just kind of is from his talent and getting open. Yeah, now that he has Baker thrown to him, like he could be, ha- he could be like a pretty like solidly valuable wide receiver, like wide receiver yeah. one on some teams. I actually took a preseason bet on the Panthers before they got Baker over six and a half wins at plus money. I only threw ten bucks on it, but I kind of liked it. Um, I like it more now that they have Baker. Yeah, um, I think they have better odd to win more games, score more. You know, hopefully that translates into dubs. They have a solid defense. Like they can yeah, win. And dude, win if Christian games. McCaffrey stays healthy, he's like a game changer. Like Yeah. He's, exactly. he's kind of a wild card when it comes to his health, but Right. Especially over the past couple seasons. Yeah. Um I saw that the Cowboys were their win total on like FanDuel was ten. Ten wins. That's the over under. I kinda wanna take it. Because if they end at ten, it's a push and I get my money back. Yeah, that's true. And they're probably going to win at least 10. You know what I mean? Yeah, the thing with the Cowboys scares me, though, dude, because, like, they're so, like, 
they're always expected to be good. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. they're like, like lately they've been top five, like regular season team consistently. But dude, right. it's just, you know, there's going to be something that happens where like something's going to happen and they're not going to like reach their full potential and they're just going to Dallas Cowboy it. And like 10 games is a lot, but they won 10 games last year, didn't they? Probably. They just got bounced they in the first round. I think they won. Yeah. I think they won 12 games last year, but like at the same time, they had Amari Cooper. Dak was healthy all year. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be some shit that happens with them. That the Cowboys like were it, twelve and five last year. Yeah, it's not like the um, like uh, having like the Chiefs or like the prime Patriots in your division. You know what I mean? Like the Cowboys are always. They're never going to be a terrible team, but they're never going to be a good enough team. Yeah. They were six and ten the year before that. Oh, but that was when Dak was hurt. Yeah, he like broke his ankle or something. Yeah. But what were they the year before that? They still weren't that great, right? The year before that, eight and eight. Yeah. Twenty eighteen, they were ten and six. Um, Was that yeah? Was that Dak's rookie year? I don't know. The year in seventeen, they were nine and seven. So like, they don't usually hit ten wins. Well, last year they had twelve, but they lose Amari. You know, you lose. I think they lost a couple defensive pieces. I, I don't know. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and find out. All right. Maybe I won't bet it then. I don't Thanks think they're as hyped up. I don't think they're as hyped up as they were last year. This year. Obviously, they lost, like, Amari and stuff like that. But, like, the Cowboys were, like, up to close to being, like, preseason favorites. Yeah. I know um, a bunch of people that, like, work for the fantasy footballers took them to be the highest scoring team of the season, and they were. They was, like, one of their preseason bets for them to be, like, score the most points, and they were. Yeah, they were the number one scoring team in the league. Wow. So their defense was just bad. Bad. Not even. But they it's had, crazy. Who but had, it's like, crazy because ten thousand interceptions. They had two. They had like the top two rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year candidates. Yeah. And still bad because the bull that had all the fucking interceptions, he was also getting burnt for like hundred and fifty and two touchdowns a game. Yeah, yeah. He was just getting I, like, I, picks. Like, like I kind of think that was like a little bit of an anomaly. Like all of those picks, like. If he comes back and does the same thing this year and, like, lets up yeah. less yards and touchdowns and stuff, I'll believe it. But, like, I don't know. I think a lot of those picks were just, like, balls up in the air or, like, you know, they weren't, like, because of his talent. I'm not saying he's not talented, obviously, but, like, they weren't, like, Revis Island-esque, you know. He wasn't, like, right. shutting people down with all of those picks. He was no, because they were still cooking getting them. a bunch of picks but still getting cooked, yeah. And he's going to get double cooked this year by A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. Yep. They're gonna double. Dude, I'm so, I'm so excited to see our offense this year, bro. I know. I'm really like, interested. I remember to see what it looks like. I remember last year, like the preseason Eagles were like projected to be like one of the worst teams in the league, and I just never had like that negativity towards them. I was like, bro, we're not that many years off of a Super Bowl championship year. Like, we have good talent. We got rid of Carson Wentz. Jalen Hurts could be the guy. Like, that's really all it's coming down to. And we came out, and we, like, surprised a lot of people by making yeah. the playoffs. Granted, we got smoked by Tampa Bay, but 
I mean, they're like one of the best playoffs. offenses in the league. We expected that. We weren't thinking we were going to make the playoffs at all. So we're in a much better like seat than we were. Like this this year, this preseason year is way, way, way more exciting than it was last year. And last yeah. year, I still was kind of excited. How he did his thing this off season too, bro. Like he, re- he really free did, agents, bro. free agent signing. Like I feel like he went hard. Like pre draft, he went hard and like really added some tools to the defense. And then like you know brought in Nicobe Dean and Jordan Davis to even make the defense even better. Brings in AJ Brown on draft night, like. Dude, bringing in A.J. Brown on draft night was, like, Howie's way of, like, letting the fan base know. He's like, yo, I I fucking got you. Like, I know I fucked up in the past not drafting Justin Jefferson or D.K. Metcalf. Got us our guy. Made it work. Still had a very productive draft. We've had a lot of tools. Got Jordan Davis and the Kobe Dean and another center, one of the best centers in the draft, bro. I'll take that all day. All fucking day, dude. And on top of, like, the veteran guys we got now, Jalen Hurts is, like, trying like on his way to becoming our guy like he showed he showed last year that he can get this team to the playoffs at the very least like he wasn't a bad quarterback he was a top like 10 fantasy quarterback I think all year so like the rushing ability is there our offense we've got our passing ability with our receivers and then on top of that Miles Sanders and like our running game with like Kenneth Gainwell and fucking Boston Scott dude like I'm so excited to see this group of guys yep it could be nice it could be really nice, and I think and a lot of people just aren't really to see like expecting what it looks it. like. Yeah, yep. Um, so one quick random thing: Heinz Field is getting renamed. R.I.P. Heinz Field. R.I.P. What's it getting named to? Uh, I forget. Acrisure, Arkrisure, Arkrisure, Acrisure, something like that. Some kind of insurance company. They signed of a fifteen-year contract. I think Heinz Field just got done. 20 years of that being the name. Pretty much our whole lives. Yeah. Oh, one. Goes out with Big Ben. Pretty much our yeah, whole lives. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying to Lex at dinner last night. Wow. I was like, that's kind of cool then, I guess. Like, yeah. 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 I get it. I'm glad that, like, my favorite sports team just has, like, they don't have, like, a fucking uh, – Bank of America Stadium or some shit like that. Like I'm glad right, it's, it's just, just like Yankee, Yankee Stadium. Stadium. Yeah. Now we got Lincoln Financial Field for the Birds, Citizens Bank Park, Wells Fargo. It's Center. been Lincoln. It's been the link since we've been alive, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, but Madison Wells Square Fargo Garden. Center has been renamed a million times. Oh yeah, Madison Square Garden has always been that. Always will be. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's always like, like PNC Park or not PNC Petco Park and all this stuff. Like the Padres, back when we were younger, wasn't always Petco Park or like didn't no. LA didn't the Lakers did the Staples Center just switch to something? Yeah, it what's did. it now? Something crypto related, I think. Oh, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me do a little Staples Center. Staples Center search. Yeah, crypto.com arena. That's so dumb, dude. Yeah, that's terrible. We play at the crypto.com arena. That's so dumb. Why can't it just be like... That's what, dude, soccer has the best names for stadiums. Why is that? Like European European soccer. The Etihad. Dude, like the Santiago Bernabeu. 
Yeah, like, it's always been that. Camp New. Yeah. Camp New. What's Byron's? Allianz yeah, Arena. Allianz Arena. Old Trafford. Um, Old Trafford Stanford Classic. Stanford Bridge Classic. And it's cool, too, because, like, when I was in Stanford Bridge, it wasn't just, like, you didn't feel like you were visiting a fucking City Field or PNC Park or some shit like that. You know what I mean? It's like, this is Stanford Bridge. It felt like historic. Historical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I feel you on that. Um, Is there anyone for – so I know you've been doing a lot of mocks, and I've been doing a lot of mocks. So I had this question here. Is there anyone that like you just know you're not going to have because they're going too high in the draft and you're not willing to take them there? Um, what do you mean, like, about, like behind my pick? Uh, no, like, is there anybody like where their ADP is in the draft? Like, when you're mocking, you're like, yeah. these are people that are just going too high. Like, I'm probably not going to have them if that's where they get drafted. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you know who though? Um, I think Cooper Cup probably. You think Cooper Cup? I might take him. I don't think he's gonna fall. I don't think he's falling to me, and I'm at six. No, but you would take him if you were at six. Oh, all right. Let me give you an example. I wrote a bunch down. I wrote a bunch down. Okay. So like, Alvin Kamara. I'm not taking him. He's got a suspension coming. If he falls to you, you're not taking him. No, his his ADP, like where he's going in drafts, is like right around the middle of the second. Like that's where I always see him in mock drafts, is middle of the second. Okay. If that's if that's his price, I'm not interested in Alvin Kamara. Not with a six game suspension. Yeah, you know, I'm not taking him. I wouldn't be taking him in the sixth round. Or the second round, I mean. Um and then Tyreek, he's like at the top half of the second. Sometimes he falls into the middle, but like I don't know. New quarterback, new system. Like, yeah, he's like a supreme talent, but he's going from Patrick Mahomes, who's like, you know, one of the best quarterbacks that we've ever seen over like a five-year period, to Tua. Like, no shade, but like, he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's never done anything like that. Every mock I've done so far out of the six, I'm 100% out on Tyreek this year because, dude, and you know me. I love Tyreek on my fantasy team, but it was half of that reason was because he had Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. And that was why, dude. And he didn't have another, like, other than uh, Kelsey. Kelsey. He didn't have somebody else competing for his top spot. It was, he's going to get 12 targets. just been the first rookie ever to eclipse 100 yards in a season. Dude, I took Tyreek Hill eighth overall last year. The eighth pick. And now, you know, in the top half of the second, I'm like, no, I think I'm good. I'm kind of scared on that. Yep, yep. I don't trust Tua enough and to – he has Jalen Waddle, who's yeah, you know, I'm not gonna say just as good, but he had a fucking Justin he's a Jefferson stud, rookie dude. year esque year, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He had a historic year. Like, it's crazy to think because like Jamar Chase had also an amazing season. You probably say Jamar Chase had a better year than Jalen Waddle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I think he had some crazy games with like like his yardage was crazy. Justin Jefferson's yardage was crazy two years ago. Jalen yeah. Waddle's the only one out of any of them to catch a hundred passes. Dude, see the thing is, like, Justin Jefferson just feels to for me feels different because of his situation in Minnesota. Like, I get Adam Thielen isn't the Adam Thielen he was, and like Kirk Cousins. Like, I'm so out on Kirk Cousins on everything, dude. Really? Like, what is what has he proven, honestly? He hasn't proven anything in his career. He's just proven that he's an average 
quarterback who like hundred percent seven wins. Hundred you know percent. I mean? He's not and like for that reason, one of these young gunslingers. Like, dude, could you imagine if Justin Jefferson was on the Chargers? Holy fuck! Like if Justin yeah, Herbert was slinging this man the sure. ball for sure, or if it was Joe Burrow. But yeah, but dude, for fantasy, I'm in on Kirk Cousins, bro. If I See, can't I'm get not. if I can't get a good quarterback, I'm fine with snagging Kirk Cousins in the eleventh round as my starting quarterback. He's gonna be yeah. he's gonna be probably you know somewhere between quarterback ten and quarterback fourteen. He's gonna fall in that range, and like if I can get him that late and just get more talent at my wide receiver and running back positions, fire me up because I'll, I'll just sit in the draft and I'll let a quarterback and a tight end fall to me because I only have to start one of them. That's how I am with tight end, but it's funny. It's funny to hear like that. That's your thought process on quarterbacks, because I would even say I'm like the complete ops on that. Like I'll wait. Obviously, last year with the Pat Mahomes and Tyree Kill stack, I was like, this is what I'm doing out the gate yeah. on the turn. Like this is going to be my main like priority of of points. But like now, dude, like I'm not going to do that again. Obviously, this year because he's on the Dolphins, but. Like, I want to get, if I can, like, if I'm sitting, like, sixth or seventh round and I can get, like, a top seven quarterback and I also have, like, a player that I could stack with him, like, I'm going to take that value over, like, getting value somewhere else and just, like, rely, having to rely on Kirk Cousins for, like, as my starter. You know what I mean? No, I'll take it. But, because, like, dude, him is, like, I expect, like, if my quarterback doesn't hit 20 points in a game, like, to me, I'm just like, oh, that's not a very good game from the quarterback position because, you know, they're the main fucking focal point of the offense. They should be pretty much getting as much value as you can. But if I like Kirk Cousins, who's getting like me like 18 points a game, like, and he'll have like one or two games, you know, every now and then where it's like 27, 28, maybe even like a 30 point game. If he like dumps it off to fucking Dalvin cook or something. But like, I just like seeing my quarterback position, like get me 20 plus points on a consistent basis. That's true. See, and it's funny because I was like, part of this, I was like, I'm out on like, any quarterback in like the first four rounds I'm out on. Yeah, I'm not gonna take like Lamar Jackson in the third round or, you know, even Justin Herbert in like the fourth or whatever. Like I'll wait on those guys, but if I can get like a Russell Wilson like in the sixth or seventh, like I'll take him or like even just like a like a Joe Burrow, like seven yeah. or eight. I think Joe I mean? Burrow's going a little bit high for me. He's kind of going in like the fifth, sixth round area. He's going pretty high. Um, I got Kyler in a six in the sixth round in a mock because I was like, oh, Kyler in the six. I was I was mocking from the back, so it was probably like the six oh four, the six oh three. But I was like, Kyler there, like I'm I'm okay with that because he normally goes in the fifth. And he's got a good offense around him too. Like, yeah, I think the, the I'd be okay with Russ in like the seven or the eight. You know, if I can get Dak in the nine or the ten, because sometimes he's slipping back to back there. Like I'm fine yeah. with that. But like, I'll, dude, I'll take Kirk in the eleventh. See, if I have if I draft a team and it's like like a good team, but I have Kirk Cousins as like my starting quarterback, I'm not gonna feel good about my team. I'm like, uh, it's, like I have fucking Kirk Cousins as my quarterback. Like I have some good like I got some good value at running back and wide receiver. But like, usually if I have a Kirk Cousins as my starting quarterback, I also didn't go out and get like a premier tight end. So like I have an average quarterback and an average tight end to low end like low value tight end. Yeah. Like, I like I usually, to spend like, up usually on one of those two. Yeah, right now, like the, I mean, not to give you like any like hints of how I'm drafting or whatever, but like TJ Hawkinson has been like my most consistent like 
oh, I could get him and like have some value at tight end, or I could grab somebody else and get like value where I need it. And then just kind of like, you know, Dallas Goddard, my tight end or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. When Hawkinson's there, like if I'm in the fifth and Hawkinson's there, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking about it, but usually I don't, um, I usually go like early tight end. Like I've done some mocks where if, if I'm drafting like from Orchid, I actually haven't even done a mock from the four spot in like a few days. But if I'm there, if I'm anywhere from like the the sixth pick or higher, right? So then on the back half, I'm I'm like seventh pick or lower in the second half in the second yeah. round. If Mark Andrews is falling to me back there, I'm considering that. Right. Um, right. But he's so, also like he's also like a top four. Top two. Top it's three. gonna be him or it's gonna be him or Kelsey at the him top. Him or Kelsey. Yeah. Um. And so, like, but if I don't get him, then I'm I'm probably out on most of the other guys. Like, I'll take Waller if I can get him late, like, fourth or fifth round. But, like, I don't love that with Amari Cooper there because Derek Carr was, like, forcing him the ball at times. Maybe he'll be yeah. more open this year. Might, you know, you know, Devontae going there might open up the offense a bit. I don't know. But, like, if I can get him a little bit later, I'll take it. But, like, if I don't get that, I like to kind of aim for, like, a Dawson Knox, if I can't get him, then like Zach Ertz. Um, I like, I think Zach Ertz is going to have a good year. The Pat Fryermuth has been on my radar a little bit, but also like his situation in Pittsburgh he doesn't have a proven Yeah, I'm a little bit out like, on, fi- on Fryermuth. Um, there are some other people that I'd rather have over Fryermuth. He's kind of, he's going in the ninth. And if I'm that late, I don't have a tight end yet. I'm probably going to wait another round or two to get like an Irv Smith or something like that. Who was the who was the Packers tight end that got hurt last year? Oh, Robert, uh, Tunyon. Robert Tunyon. That's kind of how I'm viewing Fryermuth like now. Like, obviously, he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers thrown to him, but like, I feel like he's kind of like the same skill set as Robert Tunyon, but like doesn't yeah. have Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited to get into draft season, dude. Me too. Um, Saquon, he's like. Middle late second round pick. There's too I'm many other good running backs there for me yeah. to take Saquon. Um, yeah. If he falls there, like I'm not taking him, I'm taking somebody else. AJ Brown late second. I'm. That's, that's like a top cons- ten wide receiver. You're, like that's your wide receiver one. If you're taking him at the back of the second, that's your wide receiver one because you went Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, CMC, and then you went AJ Brown. That's your wide receiver one, and I'm just. For a team that, like, Jalen Hurts didn't really even throw the ball that much last year. Like, you don't know how that offense is going to be. Like, we were most successful running the ball. I no, think, thank uh, you. Too much risk. I think Devonta Smith is going to be more, like, you'll get more value later in the draft for him than you will A.J. Brown second round. Yeah, I think so, too. Because, like, you, you just have to pay off. And I don't think Jalen Hurts in the offense that we were successful with last year is going to be able to support, like, a wide receiver one, like a top ten guy. And that's yeah. the price you have to pay. And that's, I'm not willing to do that. Right. So many better options at that point in the draft. Hunter Pig. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, he's going like middle of six, but he still has a six game suspension. So, like, I'm good. It's going to be hard for me to, like, talk myself, unless there's, like, absolutely nobody left on the board and I can get, like, some late value. Like, oh, I'll just stash this guy for six weeks and then, like, I'll have D Hop back. Right. But, like, I'm not going to pick him over, like, somebody like, who's going to be Thielen. playing. Yeah. Um, and then Kyle Pitts, he's like late second, early third. 
No, good on that. No way. Yep. Who's throwing him the ball? Marcus Mariota? Mm. Yeah, no. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is going to be one of those guys where he either never like comes to what he was like supposed to be or it takes him four to five years to break out because he just doesn't have like the support around him. Yeah. 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 The Falcons are bad. Dude, they're yeah. in shambles. Yep. Did you see the whole story with uh Zach uh what's his name from the Jets? The quarterback, Wilson? Zach Wilson. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So for the people that didn't hear, old Zachy boy, our Mormon Mormon man, um from, from Brigham Young. He uh his girl is dating his ex girl is dating one of his best friends from college, like his roommate's best friend, one of his receivers, I think. Um, posted a picture. They're like together now. He's with his with Wilson's ex, and she's getting all this like shade online. And so she's claps back, and she's like, "Yeah, well, I only left Zach because he was fucking his mom's best friend." So now, apparently, <laughs> Zach Wilson is clapping his mom's best friend. Did you see what? I you wonder how long today? it's been going on. Nah. He- he posted, he was like, just got back from camping with some friends for a few weeks. Bad cell service. What did I miss? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Kind of like, I obviously, coastal fucking alumni. It's always going to be fuck Zach Wilson. But Zach Wilson's kind of like growing on me a little bit. Yeah, he's just like not very good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, um. He hasn't grown on me as an NFL quarterback. He's just like, no. I have no reason to hate the kid. Like, whatever. It's funny. You <laughs> you had a hot girlfriend, and then you started banging your friend's mom, your mom's friend. Like, his mom blocked me on Twitter. Nice. Because Doobie and I were like beefing with her when the, that during that coastal game. That's awesome. And she was like talking all, talking all that shit. <laughs> I was. I think I said something about not letting her son drink soda or something because <laughs> they're because they're fucking Mormon. She was like, "That's the last straw." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times! All right, want to bounce? Is there anything else we got to speak on? Anybody nah, else want to hear our on the terrible, terribly hot takes? No, nah, none the of those. Do- the, doc- yet. the docket is empty. Yeah, I think so. All right, I guess we should leave this doc then. All right, adios, muchachos. You'll enjoy your weekend. Do a little mock draft. Get your brain ready. Get ready for uh, fantasy season. It's right around the corner. Because it's, it's a common baby. So am I. <laughs> Smooches. Smooches. <laughs>